This is the podcast that rocked for October 4th, 2023. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocks. We cover all the news that dropped in rock, alternative metal, and everything in between news. Hope you're all doing well. We're running the podcast in the middle of the week now, probably Wednesday, Thursday-ish, as opposed to over the weekends. This way, it'll help you out during work and school to get through the week and not have to pay attention to what you're actually supposed to be doing. Our main focus of today is something that's been brought up and is circulating on TikTok and Instagram covering the Motionless and White headlining tour. The Touring the End of the World tour featuring Motionless and Light knocked loose after the burial in Alpha Wolf has been going on for a couple weeks now, and there's been a situation where crowd killing has becoming rampant and more common, especially during the knocked loose set. And it's a problem to say the least. First of all, I'll go through my own opinions on crowd killing after first-hand accounts. There are two TikTok audios I'm going to play, one from Salty Evie and one from Slasher Zumian. Boy, I'm probably butchering that name. We're going to go through Slasher's first because she was at the Los Angeles show just a few days ago. Last night, I was at Motionless and White, and I need to take a second to talk about what happened at that show because what the fuck happened at that show? There has been so much discourse since concerts started back up in 2021 about concert etiquette at like metal shows and things like that. And I've never once complained. For starters, there was genuine crowd killing during After the Burial and Alpha Wolf. If you are in the pit, you're hitting the edge of the pit. People who don't want to be in the pit, you are elbowing them or punching them and just genuinely assaulting them. I cannot speak about what happened at Knocked Loose because by that point I had made it up to the barricade so I couldn't see behind me. But at least for sure during After the Burial and Alpha Wolf, the motherfuckers in the pit were genuinely assaulting people who did not want to be moshing. It was a guy and two girls were trying to get to the front, not realizing that LA was set up really weird. It was like the stage, VIP, and then a separate barricade for the rest of general admission. We could not move up any further. We were at our general admission barricade and there were people behind us who were trying to get to like the stage stage that wasn't happening but they were pushing and punching and elbowing people trying to get to the front and one of the people that they punched was a literal fucking child like 12 or 13 years old when mom got involved and started hitting back then it turned into an actual physical altercation in the pit where security had to pull the three people out not the mom and the kid but the other three people and chris had they had to like turn the lights on and chris had to point it out so that they could get the fuck out of the pit do not actually physically attack people in the pit. I feel like that's common sense. That's standard. Now we're going to go over to Salty Evie, who was at a Texas show back at the last week of September. Last night, which was Sunday, September 24th, I went to the Touring the Little World show in Dallas, Texas. During Knock Loose's set, I was intentionally physically assaulted in the crowd. And the Knock Loose fan base is trying to say it's okay. When I bought these tickets, I knew Knock Loose is brutal. So when it was time for their set to come on, I knew it was time to take my ass and move it completely to the side. Now, I have never seen or heard of Alpha Wolf or After the Burial before. And up until the point that the assault happened, I'm not doing a single thing that indicates I want to be in a pit. I want to be involved. I want to do anything. I am standing there. I'm on Quizlet on my phone studying for the two exams I just took today. I'm standing there with my arms crossed, 
holding my bag and my merch. I intentionally did not wear a motionless and white shirt and I try to keep my merch folded and hidden because I heard male knocked loose fans were targeting female motionless and white fans and crowd killing them. So with the way this venue was set up, there's the barricade and then there was another bar running this way. I was trying to get into that little like triangled area. I'm talking so far right to the stage we're literally in front of the speakers. And I'm trying to make my way over there. I'm being polite, you know, excuse me. Like, I'm like, uh, can I please like get to the side? Like, I really don't want to be in a pit. Um, waiting for an opportunity to open so I can step in. I'm not pushing people. I'm not shoving people. I'm not being an asshole because I have concert etiquette. This guy stops me and says, hey, start a pit with me. And I politely declined. I said like, like, no nah, man, I'm good. Like, that's not my thing. This man stopped looked at me, punched me in the gut, and then threw me on the fucking ground. We were not near a mosh pit. He was trying to start one. There is a clear line between willingly being in a pit and getting hit, accidentally getting hit on the side of a pit, which has happened to me before, and every single time people have apologized, and then just being attacked being physically assaulted for no fucking reason. And this shit needs to stop. Thankfully, the people around us were quick to react. They got him away from me, they got me up, and then they barricaded me away from him. But the bottom line is, it doesn't matter that it's a metal show or it's hardcore, that's what happens. What'd you expect at a Not Loose concert? What'd you expect being near a pit? We weren't near a fucking pit, first and foremost. It does not matter. Nobody deserves to be outright attacked for no fucking reason. So there are more accounts of this happening and circulating on TikTok and Instagram. There is some footage of the crowds as well. I want to get a few things right off the bat clear. I do not fault Motionless and White or Knocked Loose for this. I've seen both bands live several times. At no point have I ever seen myself or seen footage of other shows. Chris Motionless or anyone from Knocked Loose go to the microphone and go Mortal Kombat and expect everyone to start fighting. That doesn't happen. In fact, at Motionless and White, they've been known to stop shows to help people. Knocked Loose does the same. Here's the issue. It only takes one person to start crowd killing for a lot of people to get hurt. And that's what we've been seeing more of. So I say this now because it appears to keep happening at this tour, the tour in the end of the world tour with Motionless and White and Knocked Loose, even before these two bands take stage. If you are crowd killing with the and going into a show and with the intent of that, you're a loser. More clearly, you're an idiot. There have been a lot of people online, especially on Twitter, talking about it's part of the culture and what did you expect going to that show? No one expected crowd killing from adults at a motionless and white headline tour. I don't care if Knocked Loose is there or not. If you are excusing crowd killing, the intentional hitting of people in or outside of the pit at shows, you're an idiot. If you're ex making excuses for that, saying it's part of the show and you should just expect it, you're also an idiot and you're just making excuses for something like that. You're enabling it. To those people who are making excuses for crowd killing or doing it themselves, you're not gonna love crowd killing so much if you have a loved one that's gonna have urgent care bills because they got hit in the face or kicked in the mouth, punched in the stomach, and they had to deal with it when they clearly wanted nothing to do with that. 
They just wanted to go to a concert. There have been a lot of, there's no nice way to say it, incel behavior, toxic fangirl support, just tons of garbage comments and excuses saying, if you're not tough enough, don't go to the show. It's not even gatekeeper stuff. It's just weird, contrarian crap that makes no sense. And I apologize for the profanity from the two TikTok posts. I did not want to censor it out because I did not want to clear out their language. And I did have to abbreviate them for time, both of which are on rock.net for this week's podcast episode if you want to check them out in full. I don't know what to say about this. And again, I do not fault Motionless and White or Knocked Loose for this one bit. But one time is an outlier. But if this is going on at several shows on the same tour, something is up. And that is not a good sign. If you see crowd killing at any show, call it out. Scream it out. I've seen enough shows and concerts in my life range in security levels from some security teams being ever vigilant and very helpful, making sure none of that stuff ever happens, all the way to someone getting hurt and security laughing at them. And I get not every venue is the same. It's going to be a range. There are people on the lookout to help each other, though. Call it out. There will be fans that are willing to step in. And I assure you the number of people wanting to help and make sure it's safe will outnumber the Kyles who are just looking to punch something. And they don't have drywall in the venue, so they'll just settle for a smaller person than them. In other unfortunate news for Blue Ridge Rock Fest, this is the update several weeks after the event took place. There is still no word on refunds and how to process them. As I said a few weeks ago when I did the Blue Ridge at Rock Fest Aftermath podcast, now's the time to call your credit card company if you paid with credit card to get your money back. Make a dispute, file a claim. They will easily look into this because now there are even more local news reports from actual established news networks and programs. There are further investigations going, and this time from the Virginia Department Department of Health. It's piling on for Blue Ridge and they were already in the hole quite a bit. The statement that reads this, the Virginia Department of Health has launched an investigation. A survey was constructed for t- attendees that asked whether or not they filled water bottles at the festival using hand washing stations or ate vendor food. It also asked whether or not any of the attendees went in or near the local Dan River, D-A-N. Danville, Dan, they don't have many creative names in that part of Southern Virginia. The reason for this, the camps were literally overflowing at some points because of the bad weather and the porter potties that cannot be emptied out. There's everything is as gross as I could possibly describe it. There's an issue with gastroenteritis going on. Of the 12 water stations they advertised, I would like to reiterate, there were only two water stations with six spigots each. That was for the whole crowd. Campsites had something and they were saying some of those were malfunctioning, showers weren't working, the the porter potties and everything overflowing. Campsites destroyed, but that's all the other argument stuff. And again, I am not on spreading rumors. I'm not going to just say what I think's happening or what I heard. No, what I'm saying is stuff that's verified and there's footage of and there's hard proof. The local news stations down in Southern Virginia and Northern North Carolina, they've been covering covering all this all the way up to Roanoke, have said a lot of different things. And boy, oh boy, the statements are minimal and still not coming in from Blue Ridge, who are still working on a resolution for refunds. They're still sticking by whether it's the cause for cancellation, that's fine. But now they have a way bigger issue. If the Virginia Department of Health says that Virginia International Raceway and Blue Ridge Rock Fest did not provide safe conditions and it was something they could have control over, they're in way bigger trouble than just making sure people get refunds. There is a link online. Uh, you can find it on many different sites if you just type in what's going on with Blue Ridge Rock Fest and try to find the stuff from Virginia Department of Health for a survey if you ate food or you used, more importantly, if you used any of the water stations that were there. To quote many people that were there, including the stagehands and the campers that did to do firsthand testimonies and show their own footage and proof. Here's the main quote from Thursday evening. Evening one was canceled. The camps, they were completely soaked and with 
with the porta potties overflowing with water, we were all literally traipsing around poop. I would like to note out that this was from WFXR, the actual news program, and not some weird, wacky Nickelodeon show with a fake news programmer. This is real life. Blue Ridge Rock Fest issues are still going on. Again, I am not going to spread rumors. I'm not going to just say what I think is going on. There's a lot of issues. All I can say now is I hope everyone's feeling better and whatever was in their system is out now. Also, again... If you're still waiting on a refund and you are fed up with waiting, if you paid with a credit card, call your credit card company, make this dispute and explain to them all the news reports and everything else going on. They will get that money back. In continued awkward news from the rock industry, cheese. This one's kind of painful though, because so many people pumped so much money into this and it's now a bigger postponement for unfortunate circumstances. We already knew Steven Tyler was postponing some of the earlier 2023 tour dates for the show because of his vocal injury. Aerosmith is definitely gonna have to postpone even more because they didn't realize how bad the injury was. It's looking like 2023 dates are not gonna happen and they're all being pushed into 2024. They're confident that they're gonna happen though, as this is the quoted final tour. The Aerosmith explanation reads, to our fans, unfortunately, Stephen's vocal injury is more serious than initially thought. His doctor has confirmed that in addition to the damage to his vocal cords, he fractured his larynx, which requires ongoing care. He is receiving the best medical treatment available to ensure his recovery is swift, but given the nature of the fracture, he is being told patience is essential. As a result, all the currently scheduled Peace Out show dates must be postponed to sometime in 2024, with new dates to be announced as soon as we know more. Keep your tickets if you bought them for Aerosmith. I can't stress enough that the Peace Out tour and everything is should be happening, and I'm sure he will get better. But again, it's going to be a bit. So keep your schedules open, I guess. And I'm pretty sure they will offer refunds once the new dates are posted and you can't make a specific date. Hope Stephen Tyler gets better because I know a lot of people threw down a lot of money for tickets to these arena shows. In some more uplifting news for a good announcement for 2024, Foo Fighters have announced a stadium tour starting in July this summer of 2024, ending in August, covering many of the baseball stadiums throughout the U.S. There will be a total of 12 shows scattered throughout the United States, starting with a two-night show in New York City at City Field, where the Mets play, ending in Seattle, Washington, where the Mariners play at T-Mobile Park. Pretty cool for them to do. I'm happy to see this. And I also want to point out, besides baseball parks, they're actually playing at Hershey Park Stadium, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the home of Hershey. So that way you can eat Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Hershey bars while watching Foo Fighters. It literally is the perfect summer scenario. You can check out tickets for that. They have support with Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, L7, The Hives, Pretenders, and more. Again, check out dates and you can find out more on rock.net and on their socials for Foo Fighters. That'll be all for this week's The Podcast That Rock. Big thank you to my patrons and YouTube members. Special thanks to Chris Doman, Brandon Bruce, Mars Hunter, and Dom Noble. You can check out more information on the YouTube memberships and patrons. Two or three dollars a month goes a long way to help the channel. We might be switching the music nights back to Twitch for the rest of the month. I'm still working out a few things, but YouTube and OBS are having issues. So again, might be on Twitch for the rest of the month. We'll play through things a little bit. Hope you all have a great week. Please stay in touch on socials. You can find most of them through Rocksnet or at GetRocksNet on Rocksnet on everything Facebook Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Thank you guys again. And also, I get that Twitter's a cesspool and a necessary evil for some. But let's be honest, if Twitter gets deleted, are we really going to be that worse off? <laughs>